What is going on, Flyers Nation? Welcome to edition of Flyers Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some things to catch up on, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on going on right now in Flyers Nation. We are in the midst of an offseason. Uh, we do know our traffic. That's some good news, right? But we're obviously sitting here, sitting back, watching these great NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and wondering how far away are we actually to getting to this spot. And, you know, if, you, if you're like myself and the rest of Flyers Nation, we're out here keeping an eye on the Florida Panthers. We're low-key Florida Panthers fans until the end of the playoffs. And, man, oh, man, that Tuesday night game. 4-1 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that was definitely rough. They're back at it tonight for Game 2 <clears throat> against those Lightning, and we're hoping that the, the Panthers get it done for Philadelphia. Get Claude Giroux the cup that we've been begging for him to have. Would have rather have it with Philadelphia, but hey, that man deserves everything that's coming to him. I really hope that the Florida Panthers can get it done for him as well. But we got a lot to get to today. Predominantly, we have some coaching stuff to talk about. Obviously, as the Philadelphia Flyers continue their coaching search for their next head coach of this organization. Uh, we have some tidbits to talk about as well. Some signings by the Philadelphia Flyers with the defensive position as well. And of course, we have your comments, questions, and concerns to get to as well. Real quick, I want to thank everyone for checking on in. We have Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course, we got TikTok in the building. So welcome on into today's Flyers Talk. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we did just put the link into the comment section to come into the show so you guys can chime on in and be a part of the show. Uh, so if you guys want to come on in, backstage is currently open. You guys are more than welcome to hang out until we allow guests to come on into the show. Um, but of course you guys can also throw your comments in both comment sections. We have TikTok and we have YouTube's comment sections available as always as well. So drop your comments, questions, or concerns. And of course, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, let's say, want to give a big thank you to our sponsor for today's episode of Flyers Talk, Lots of Rain Watches. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain Watches, high quality watches at a bargain price and when you guys head over to that checkout page at lots of watches make sure you guys are using 10 or sorry make sure you guys are using the promo code parcero philly for 10 percent off of your purchase of a lots of rain watch we will definitely leave the links in the description so you guys can go ahead and check that out and make sure you guys get your little discount john there but big thanks to our friends over at lots of rain watches awesome stuff when are the Flyers hiring a coach? That's that's all you've been hearing on, on social media. When are the Flyers going to hire a coach? And look, I, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't understand, I don't know, and I don't trust the plan that the Flyers have going forward with this offseason. But what I do feel like is the coach that the Flyers are looking at is currently still coaching in the playoffs. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason why you are seeing a little bit of a delay with the coaching search. Um, obviously we'll get to who they're going to be interviewing tomorrow, but I definitely think that that's kind of what's been going on. But, um, as far as updates go, obviously we're all, all eyes for, as far as flyers nation goes, we're keeping an eye out for Barry trots. I mean, he's the, definitely the top candidate. I mean, when you got the pedigree that Barry trots has, and you know, like if trots comes to your organization, you're going to be incrementally better. And that's kind of what we all want here in flyers nation. So what we do know is that Barry trots this earlier this week, was in Winnipeg in his home home. I think he's from the area in Winnipeg. I'm not sure exactly where he is from in, in that Winnipeg area, but he's been interviewing with the Jets and there hasn't been any word. I, I there was a couple dinners, walk around towns, and we and we don't have any updates. But what we do know is that after the Jets interviews, he's going to be interviewing with the Philadelphia Flyers. It's going to start tomorrow. He'll be in Philadelphia to interview for this job. 
Um, and look, I, I, I think this is great. I think this is the right thing to do personally. I think that they definitely should do their due diligence and check and see if Barry Trotz has interest in coaching Flyers. Because look, if he wants to come Philly, you sign him. I, I think that we can all begin an agreement that if Trotz wants to come to the Flyers, you have to give him what he wants. Um, but personally, I just don't see it happening. I just don't see Trotz coming. Like, why would Trotz want to come to this situation? Um, like, does he really, number one, does he really fit what we need? Uh, typically, when Barry Trotz is tenures, from what I have seen, and predominantly what I'm look, thinking of is the, the Islanders tenure and the Capitals tenure, what you saw from his coaching is his lack of trusting the young kids. And quite honestly, as I up there. And quite honestly, um, we need someone that's going to entrust the kids because we need that. We we need someone to develop these young because we have a stable of young prospects that are going to be part of the future of this team. And you got to be able to play that. So that's my one concern when it comes to Barry Trotz. Will he continue the development of some of these young players? Um, but we just need someone who can coach both because obviously we do have some veteran players here your kevin hayes of the world your sean katori's of the world i guess you could throw Ivan Provorov into that category as well and you do have guys like joel farabee morgan frost cam york you need to be able to find a way to mix all that and i think that you need to find a coach that that knows how to put that together because i do think that the flyers do have some pieces here that could definitely 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 get the job done as far as winning goes i mean obviously the Flyers did not do a lot of things right last year. I mean, I think they were the bottom as far as score uh, goals scored. They were in near the they were in the bottom bottom top or bottom ten as far as goals allowed as well. Past year, obviously, I need to tell you guys the power play how atrocious it's been as well. So definitely, we need to find someone who can mix this all together. But also, too, Barry Trotz is clearly the top candidate available for and head coaching uh, for head coaching searches uh, right now in the NHL, which obviously. We have a couple more openings as well as far as coaching goes. But why we have to ask ourselves, why would Barry Trotz come to Philadelphia? Right. We, we, that's definitely something we need to do ask. And of course, the guy who is going to be conducting most of these interviews, Chuck Fletcher. Do you have confidence? I don't know. Personally, I don't know how any coach could have confidence uh, in hearing what Chuck Fletcher has to say, because. He just doesn't even bring confidence into myself. So I don't know how Trotz would react to Chuck Fletcher. I know Chucky is definitely has some respect in the league. He's been around for a minute. His time as an assistant with the Ducks, his general manager time with the Minnesota Wild, who consistently were in the playoffs. And now here in Philadelphia, hasn't been the best tenure, but like not once upon a time, once he arrived at Philadelphia that first season, they did make the playoffs and they were a very, very good team. Much better than what we're seeing now, which is ironic as it is, but Definitely, uh, as far as uh, as Chuck Fletcher goes, like it's very tough to to trust him. And you know, I was re-listening to the press conference, the closing press conference he had about two weeks ago, and you know, really like some of the things that I just kind of noticed listening to him. Like, I just don't have confidence in him, and I don't think he has confidence in what he's trying to do. Like, I think he wants to keep this job. I think from pride standpoint, for legacy standpoint, he wants to make this Flyers uh, gig work, but. I just don't know. He exactly knows how to get them back to where they were in 2002. And that's the other issue as well. He keeps keeps iterating the 2019-2020 season. And I just feel like he's trying to continue getting back to that success. But that's hard to duplicate. But there's other ways that you can be successful with the Flyers, not just recreate that 2020 season or that 2020 team. So I just really don't see 
any I don't see any confidence in him. I don't have confidence in him in myself. Um, the future is not bright with this team either. You know, when you when you're seeing what is going on right now with the Flyers and and the kind of the contracts that we have here as well. Just a weirdly constructed team. We are strapped with money. With that being said, you have a couple contracts in here that you're kind of strapped with the Ristos, the Coots, um, the Kevin Hayes type of deals. Those are kind of examples of what I mean by being strapped with it. And you can't rebuild. Um, it's what is the plan as well because you hear mixed things from Chuck Fletcher. Is this going to be an aggressive retool? This obviously can't be a rebuild because you can't get rid of these contracts. You can't get rid of a Coots contract. You can't get rid of a Kevin Hayes contract. So it, it just really like I don't see what exactly the plan actually is. Like I do think that they can compete, but obviously there are things you need to do. You need to um, you need to get better off it. I, you need to get better forwards. You need to get more goal scoring as well. We'll discuss kind of what this the style needs to kind of shape up to be. Um, but what is the and also the last point I want to make about Chuck's presser is he mentioned what they're trying to look for in the next candidate, and he doesn't even know. Like he doesn't even know what the criteria is going for the next coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is again another concern to say the least. The one thing I don't want the Flyers to do, and it's very important that the Flyers don't do this, you cannot wait around for your coach. If you are waiting around for Barry Trotz, you're going to allow other candidates to walk away, and Barry Trotz is not a secure option right now for the Flyers. You need to find, whatever that criteria is for the next coach, you need to establish that right now, and you need to go out there and find, out of all these candidates, you need to do a bunch of interviews, you need to figure out who it is that the fly, who who it is should be the next guy leading the Philadelphia Flyers going forward in 2022-23. But there is a couple of names we do need to talk about. There's two names I really want to bring up here today. One that has really been linked to the Flyers, another one that just got fired that I really want the Flyers to kind of look at. So for as far as the guy that the, want the Flyers to look at, it is Peter DeBoer. Um look I know for a lot of fans, when they think of DeBoer, they think of the Devils, and they think of 2012 and the way we got eliminated that season. But when I look at Peter DeBoer, I see a coach who's had success in New Jersey. He's had success in San Jose. And he's also had success in Vegas. I think that he kind of was a scapegoat in Vegas because of the, the mismanaging that that front office was, was doing. And so when I look at Peter DeBoer, he's had success. He's, he's coached in Stanley Cups with the Devils and with the Sharks. And he's someone who can integrate the young players with the veteran guys as well. And that is kind of where I'm looking at. He's a very smart coach as well. So I do think that that's someone the Flyers should bring into interview. Is that my top choice for a coach? No, not saying that. But that is something in line what the Flyers should be looking at. And I think from, what, from every indication, for every rumor, it seems like the Flyers are looking for a coach who has kind of been there, done that, a veteran guy who's got experience coaching in this league. So... I think that if you're looking at that blueprint or you're looking at that, what they're looking at, I think Peter DeBoer is someone that they definitely should be bringing in here for an interview. And also, we got to see what Peter DeBoer is thinking as well. I mean, he has been nonstop coaching for the last three coaches since what two, the, the late 2000s. So he could possibly be looking for a break. He could be looking to kind of step away from the game a little bit. So we'll see what comes about that. Now, the one name that I constantly keep hearing connected to the Philadelphia Flyers is Jim Montgomery, who is currently the assistant coach of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, and obviously, the main reason why this could be a good candidate is his success with the Dallas Stars. In in season and a half with the Dallas Stars, he had a lot of success, had winning records with, with the team. Now, 
the reason why he got let go by the Dallas Stars in 2019-2020 season is because he was going through an alcohol issue. Um, he went through rehab. He, he has gone. He's live. He's living the sobriety life. And so that is definitely a serious issue. Like, you know, alcoholism is real, guys. And if you are someone going through alcoholism, please reach out to someone. It's 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 definitely a disease for sure. But uh, for him, it seems like he's turned around his life. He's been the assistant coach of the St. Blues Blues for the last two uh, last I believe last two seasons or season and a half. But he's obviously been lo- been working under Craig Berube, who. It's crazy how he's turned his career around with the St. Louis Blues as the Blues are still kicking in the playoffs. But obviously, that's he's someone with pedigree and someone who probably is looking to finish what he started with the Dallas Stars. And could that be with the Philadelphia Flyers? That is definitely something we will definitely see. But one thing as well, ladies and gentlemen, in his last season with the Dallas Stars, he got fired close to halfway through the halfway point of the season. But that team, if you guys remember, made the Stanley Cup Finals. Right. So he's definitely put that team in a good situation. Obviously, the good good job by Dallas to kind of get the job done and get to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's definitely tough to do. Uh, But he's definitely someone that they are definitely going to be looking at. He's obviously a former college coach as well, coming from Denver. Uh, A lot of Flyers fans hear that they go, ah, Hextall. No, no, no. He's he's had some success here, guys, with the with the uh, with with the uh, with the Dallas Stars. He also has some Flyers talks. He played for the Flyers for 13 games, played 159 games with the Phantoms as well. So he knows how the city works. He knows how crazy the city is when it comes to a good sports team. I mean, I think that also when you watch how Dallas used to play and his kind of his philosophy on the ice it is kind of expanding on what Mike Yo was trying to do this past year. I think the one thing that Mike Yo did really well in his interim status was implement the heavy possession with the puck. And in turn, that alleviates pressure off your defense. And with the defense that was constantly trying to defend, constantly in their own zone, and I think that's part of the reason why they were unsuccessful uh, as far as allowing so many goals. I think they were 26 in the league with goals allowed this past season. So I think that implementing that style again this year, I think that would be very conducive for this team. I think that that's what will help them succeed. And I think that someone like Jim Montgomery bringing that style of play, I think that would definitely help this team. But also um, with the Dallas Stars, they were the sec- they were the second, uh, they allowed the second fewest goals as a team with 244, 2.44, while the Flyers, guys, I'm not kidding when I say this, the Flyers in the past two seasons, the, so the 2020-2021 season and the 2021-2022 season, 356 goals allowed and that is good for dead last in the nhl so we need someone that can definitely help out with that and of course like chuck fletcher always alludes to the power play has been a problem since even before he got there doubt with the dallas stars they had a top five power play through his tenure with the dallas stars and so if you're looking for the next head coach you definitely want to find someone who's had success or who knows how to bring success to the special teams because that is something that the Flyers have struggled with throughout the throughout the last decade and a half now. Essentially, it's it's pretty embarrassing how bad the power play units have been have been for the Philadelphia Flyers. So, um, I will say possibly everything sounds great with Jim Montgomery as I'm looking more into it, but experience could be an issue. Obviously, he did not finish the job with the Dallas Stars and. Um, you know, when you got a team here who has a lot of a lot of holes and needs some serious development, can he be the guy that can bring it? But obviously he's the hottest candidate or he's the candidate is 
that is trending more towards the Flyers. And obviously the Flyers haven't really interviewed anyone. Unless, unless, uh, at least we haven't heard the Flyers being bringing anyone to interview. And so could Jim Montgomery be that guy that they're waiting for, waiting for the Blues to kind of get out of the, the playoffs? And we'll see if that will be. But those are two options that we're going with there. And I'm sure with through the from now until next Thursday, I'm sure the Flyers are going to be looking at more candidates, bringing in more candidates to interview as well. So we'll see what comes about that. But that's that does it for the coaching stuff, guys. Let me know in your comment section, both comment sections. We have YouTube available. We also have TikTok available. What is the one candidate you want to see the Flyers go after all full force? So definitely let me know what's your top candidate for the next Flyers uh, coaching gig. But um, some tidbits and news of note for the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, the Flyers a couple days ago actually signed um, Adam Jennings to an entry-level contract. Uh, this is a Swedish-born kid, a Swedish international. Dude, this this is a monster of a prospect. 6'4", and the dude is just, just plays out there like, a, like an old-school style of a brute beast as a defenseman. Uh, like I mentioned, 6'4", he's really, really, really good at, at defense. That's making gig, you know, in, in an era where your defenders are providing uh, attack from that blue line. Uh, he's someone that is just going to be back, sit back there into the zone and just clear pucks out of there. And that's kind of something that you do want to see because he's someone that can play at this level. And of course, we did sign Rasmus Rissalainen to uh, a hefty contract, but closer to the end of his contract, if Adam Jennings is just proving to you that he belongs and he should be starting in this league, that could be something that the Flyers could be looking at later on. Like, okay, maybe we can trade Risto or we can let him go because we have Adam Jennings just who does exactly what Risto does. Um, I think Adam Jennings, if he can just develop a, a more of an offensive game, that would really push Risto. But I definitely like this because Rasmus Ristolainen, look, I like the dude, but he's just so inconsistent. There are some games where you're just like, oh, Okay, look at Risto out there. And then he just does some boneheaded stuff. Um, was it that Blues game where he just had mistake after mistake? Or I think it was the Red Wings game. I'll have to look back at it. But I think that was definitely a good sign kind of put Rasmus the lane in. Um, as they, they do have a stable of good defensemen that can provide an offense from the blue line. I mean, obviously, Provy, you have Cam York, um, Ronnie Tard. I really liked what I saw from Ronnie Tard in the, in the final stages of the season of course you also do uh do have travis sandheim who really had to me we talked about it before but sandy was the best defenseman that we had this past year and so i cannot wait to see his continued development so it's good to see that we added another uh defenseman that can add some uh some 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 defensive stoutness and of course you also do have igor zamula which i have some high hopes going into next season so we'll see what comes about that but it looks like the Flyers have solidified their seventh defenseman as well. Nick Sealer has resigned with the Philadelphia Flyers to a, uh, it's essentially a two-way contract. It's kind of what he's been doing the past couple of years, but it's a two-year deal. Uh, it's worth seven hundred seventy-five thousand per season. And so, look to me, this is just a Chuck signing. He obviously is familiar and trusts Nick Sealer. And at the end of the day, it is a seventh defenseman. Like it, it like you're not going to put too much stock into a seventh defenseman. But I will say, like, you can find a seventh defenseman anywhere, Chuck. You didn't have to settle with, with Nick Sealer. But I will say this about Nick. We asked a lot from Nick Sealer this past year. There was a lot of games where he had to start. Having to start alongside a Keith Yandel that is obviously aged. He's definitely, definitely, definitely not the player he was a couple of years ago. 
And so that put him into tough spots. He's not the most technical uh, defenseman as well. And but like I said, like we asked a lot of him. There was times where he had to play left wing, a position that he's not very comfortable with. Uh, so I give Nick that. But I mean, it's again, a seventh defenseman, I'm really not putting too much stock into all that. But he's back, and we'll see um, what that entails going into the season. Hopefully, there is some competition. We do have, like I mentioned, a lot of stable young players. Um, so we'll wait and see what what uh, what brings about that. Um, awesome stuff. We got uh, Jake here in the TikTok comment section. He wants to know my thoughts on Owen Tippett. Um, Owen Tippett is actually a restricted free agent alongside uh, Zach McGowan. McEwen? McEwen. Zach McEwen. I finally got it right. It took me a whole season to get his last name right. Zach McEwen. And you also have Morgan Frost, who is also a restricted free agent as well. I truly believe that both Owen Tippett and Morgan Frost will be back. I don't need to see Zach McEwen back here. Again, like I like his energy. He really, he really tried to create a, a spark for this team that really, at times, lacked that um, toughness. Really, was lacking with this Flyers team over the past couple or this past season. Uh, teams really had their way with the Philadelphia Flyers, and that was de- definitely a bit of a problem for the Flyers. Um, but I, I definitely think that he, 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 we just don't need that. I, I think there's different ways that you can provide um, uh, toughness. And I just don't think that you need a fourth line that just brings you just looking to drop the gloves every single time. You know, in your fourth line these days, you can have guys that can provide offense, you know, but, you know, that I will I digress for that. But back to, to Jake's question. Um, I love Owen Tippett. I really want to see Owen Tippett uh, back here next season. And I that, from hearing what Chuck has to say, it definitely seems as if that he will, in fact, be back as well. Um, I really thought that. He just needed a chance. And over in Florida, obviously, it was a win-now situation. And so for Owen, he really didn't have the opportunity to kind of flourish, even though in the AHL, he really was doing a solid job. And you come in here and you see, like, he it wants to shoot the puck. And that's something we definitely have been missing as well, a winger who kind of wants to shoot the puck. Obviously, you also do have Cam Atkinson as well. So I want to see him get another opportunity here this this upcoming season. And I want to want to see. I, I think that for him, I think he'd be a solid, even like a third-line winger. Obviously, we're going to have uh, healthy bodies coming back, but I really I love what I saw from Owen Tippett. Put him with Wade Allison on the same line. <laughs> the two gingers, that would be really fun to watch. But now I really think the future the future is bright with Owen Tippett, and I really do think that Owen does have a future here with the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, we'll wait to see. But, Jake, thank you so much for the question, man. That was a, that was a great question there. But, yeah, it's going to be a long, long season here for Philadelphia Flyers. Right now, the goal has to be finding this coach so we can finally figure out what the style of play is going to be for the Philadelphia Flyers, and we can start building out this roster. Obviously, we are in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, so there is a lot of time left before the season actually ends for the NHL. Um, and so for the for Chucky, figure it out. Figure out what the criteria is for this coach. Figure out what you're trying to build this roster into being. Um, and we, there is a lot of questions that we got going forward with this season. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's Flyers Talk. Appreciate you guys checking on in. I'm going to get back to watching the Phillies. Got that bad boy paused up. Now I get to fast forward to some commercials. So that's always a great news. But um, thanks again for watching, guys. If you guys enjoyed today's episode of Flyers Talk, please hit that like button. That would really mean the world to me. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel for more Philly sports and to join on in this family. And of course, you can find all these videos rebroadcast in podcast form. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify. Look it up under Oi in Philly Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Philly, and I am telling you guys.
Go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon.